Hello and welcome to another episode of Listen Up. I'm your host, Mr. I. Now, I've talked about the differences in fashion in the U.S. and Japan before on the podcast. Uh, I think back in episode five. And today I want to talk about something a little different but related, kind of a similar topic. And I want to talk about dress codes. Now, a dress code is a requirement for school or work or any place really about the clothes you can and cannot wear. So it's things you have to wear. Of course, as I mentioned in episode 5, there are no uniforms in public schools, so that's not the dress code. Like in Japan, right, if you're a junior high school or higher, junior high school, high school, you have a dress code you of a uniform. And But there are also then rules on top of that, how long you have to wear your skirt, or if you're going to wear a cardigan over it, what color the cardigan. That's all the dress code. But in the U.S., we don't have uniforms, but that doesn't mean there aren't dress codes. There are dress codes. You can't wear clothes like a t-shirt that has bad words on it and things like that. Some schools have dress codes that stop students from wearing tank top shirts or shorts that are too short. Now, unfortunately, these dress codes are often kind of sexist. Now, sexist in Japanese, uh, danjo sabets. And the dress codes are often kind of sexist, and the rules are aimed mostly at the girls, which is a big problem. If you're going to have a dress code, it needs to be applied fairly to both boys and girls, men and women, everyone. I mean, for example, when I heard about a case uh, this past summer when I was visiting my mother in the U.S., and there was a, a nearby high school was having a problem because they tried to ban tank tops in school and but the problem was they were letting the basketball team wear their jerseys to school on game days and basketball jerseys especially for boys are usually tank tops but they were allowed to wear their tank tops so it was not being applied evenly it wasn't being fair it was kind of a problem and that's say that's a problem with a lot of dress codes in the U.S. and especially in high schools and junior high schools. They tend to be only really for the girls and not so much for the boys. And that's, like I say, kind of a problem. And that's actually something that Japan is having a problem with now. Some workplaces and businesses require women to wear high heels, which is a big problem. Not everyone wants to wear high heels, and some people can't, or, I mean, if some people, if they wear high heels a long time, it's just not good for your health. It can hurt your legs, hurt your feet. And it was a big, it was big on um, Twitter in Japan, right? Kutsu, right? Kind of a takeoff on Me Too, but with shoes and uh, pain. And recently, there's been another sexist dress code uh, problem that's been trending in Japan on Twitter and other social media. And now I haven't seen a lot of details about it, so I don't know exactly what's happening and how, how true it is. But I wouldn't be surprised if it is true. And the thing that I've been hearing about is women not being able to wear glasses at work. Now... Like I said, I'm not, I'm not surprised to hear it. 
I don't know the exact details, so I can't say 100% this is true, but if it is, it's a big problem. And some of the things I've heard about are that companies are saying that women with glasses give a very cold impression to the customers. And that's kind of crazy to me. If someone has a face that's very warm and friendly, glasses don't change that. Their face is going to be warm and friendly with glasses. And if they just are not a warm, friendly face, with or without glasses, it doesn't matter. It's not going to change that. And so this is a problem. And some people don't like to wear contacts, and some people can't wear contact lenses. So if you're a woman in that situation, what do you do? You, Your company says you have to wear contacts or you can't wear glasses, but you can't, you don't like to wear contacts, but you need glasses, you can't work there. And that's a big problem. Now, I should say that overall, I do love Japan. I love living here. But there are things like this that are very frustrating to me. Japan is still very sexist. It's very unfair to women still. And that worries me because I'm a father of a young daughter. And I really hope that Japan begins to change more rapidly. And I hope that maybe more and more women entering the workforce will help change that. And maybe more women stay in the workforce even after having children, right? They take their time off, they have their child, you know, maybe take one year off and then come back to work and make it easier for them to come back to work. Japan's not good about that right now. And that's something I hope, I hope Japan will work to change more quickly. And I hope it will. I think it will. It's changing very slowly right now, but I hope it will change more quickly in the future. But I'm getting off topic. I want to talk more about dress codes. And the other area that I've really noticed dress codes being very different in Japan than the U.S. is in the job hunting process. So in Japan, when you're hunting for a job, when you're going to job fairs, going to job interviews, you need to wear the old recruit suit, right? The black suit with a white shirt. If you're a, if you're a boy, if you're a young man, you need to wear a very dark tie as well. I think it looks like you're going to a funeral because I'm American, and that's when we wear black suits in the U.S. is for funerals, after someone dies. And then you also, of course, have to dye your hair back to dark, very dark brown or black if you have dyed it light. And as an American, my question is always, why? Why does everyone need to have dark suits and dark hair? for the whole job interview, the job search process. In the U.S., at the job interview, you want to stand out and show you're different. Now, of course, you need to be well-dressed, but you also want to show a little of your personality, show who you are, what makes you unique. And so when I go to job interviews, I always wear, I wear a suit, of course, but I wear like maybe a blue suit or uh, what other suits do I have? I have I have a gray suits, I have blue suits, I have suits of different colors, and they're not no, I don't have a black suit actually. So I don't I can't wear a black suit for an interview. So 
actually me wearing a little bit of your personality. My necktie is always colorful. I like to wear colorful neckties. If you've had me in class, you know that. And with the dyed hair, I always find it a little odd because so many people in Japan, especially women in their 20s and 30s, dye their hair. Does that make them a bad person if they don't have black hair? No, they're still the same person regardless of their hair color. Many people, they get the job and then almost immediately dye it back to brown. Or I had a girlfriend once many years ago in Japan. For an interview, she used the black uh, hairspray. Sprayed her hair black for the interview, got the job, and the first day of work, her hair was brown. But there weren't any problems. There, She was the same person before and after the hairspray. So it, it doesn't make sense to me. You have to have black hair or, or very, very dark brown hair for an interview. Now, sure, in the U.S., you wouldn't want to go to the job interview for a bank with bright pink hair, probably. In the, but there are plenty of other jobs where if you went to the job interview with pink hair, it probably wouldn't be a problem. So the need to look the same for job interviews and and during the job search has always seemed very odd because that's not what I grew up with. I'm not saying it's wrong. It just doesn't make sense to me. And I wonder, will Japan change in the future? Sometime in the near future? Probably not, but you never know. Maybe things will change. Well, that's all for today. Thank you very much. See you next time.